Hey everybody, I'm Lauren Hicks, and this is episode 270 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. Hi friends, thank you for joining me today for another episode. For those of you who are new listeners, I share a new episode every day to inspire you to be a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ. I invite you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you consume content. I also hope you'll visit my website at 5minutediscipleship.com to learn more. Today on the podcast, we are talking about when God says no. As Bible-believing Christians, we believe that God answers every prayer. Scripture teaches us to call on Him and He will answer. But sometimes in God's wisdom and purpose, His answer to us is no. Now, we never want to hear this answer, but we should see God's denial as an opportunity to trust Him more. Our Heavenly Father loves us deeply and wants what is best for our lives. But what do you do when you've asked for a good thing, when you pray with the right motive and God still says no? What do you do when you've been overruled? You prayed and you prayed and you prayed, but God still says no. There's an interesting story in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 7. King David wants to build a temple for God. He wants to build a place of worship. It sounds like a great idea, right? As the story begins, we see that some things have finally come together for David. Verse 1 says, After the king was settled in his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from all of his enemies around him. You know, after years of danger, struggle, and waiting, David is finally settled into his palace, and the Lord has given him rest from all of his enemies. Things are finally good, and David takes a breath and puts his feet up for a minute. He considers what his next mission or project should be. I like it that David is purposeful. He is a man of action. He is busy, and there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't take him long, though, to realize that his next task is obvious. He has brought the Ark of God to Jerusalem, and now he should build a permanent place to house it. In verses 2 and 3, he begins to speak with Nathan the prophet. The scripture says, Here I am, living in a house of cedar, while the Ark of God remains in a tent. Nathan replied to the king, Whatever you have in mind, go ahead and do it, for the Lord is with you. Now, Nathan is David's advisor and confidant. He responds immediately with his approval and blessing. The interesting thing here is that it seems that neither David nor Nathan thought to ask God what he thought about the proposal. Both of them must have thought, why would God be against such a good idea? What would be more appropriate at this point in Israel's history and in David's life than to build God a temple? But we see God's response in verses 5 through 7. Here's what the Bible says. Go ahead and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord says. Are you the one to build me a house to dwell in? I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought the Israelites up out of Egypt to this day. I have been moving from place to place with a tent as my dwelling. Wherever I have moved with all the Israelites, did I ever say to any of their rulers whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, why have you not built me a house of cedar? What is God's answer to David? No. What you are asking for is good. It's honorable. Your motives are right but it is simply not my will. Sometimes the Lord will step in and say no to our plans. And there are many ways, of course, that God can stop or redirect us. Sometimes it's through the warning of a respected friend. Sometimes it might just be the lack of peace in our lives. 
all the circumstances might look just fine, but something inside of us doesn't feel quite right. We don't have the peace of God in our hearts. And sometimes things turn out differently than what we had imagined or planned. Ultimately, our lives belong to God, not ourselves. And His plans, even when they seem difficult, are the very best plans for this life and the next. You know, we can respond to God's answer of no by becoming upset, discouraged, bitter, frustrated, or confused. We can allow it to cause us to doubt God and His Word. We could respond with less faith and even become distant from God. Or we can respond with mature faith and be like David. David didn't doubt. He didn't question. He didn't cry. He did not ask why God. He did not stop believing, trusting, or following. And here's today's challenge. Instead of focusing on what God would not do, David focused on what God had already done, and that is gratitude. So today, remember God knows what is best for your life. Trust Him and be grateful. Hey, thanks again for joining me for today's episode. If this podcast is a blessing in your life, I would be so honored if you'd hit the share button on your podcast app and share it on social media or text a friend and invite them to listen in. I hope you have a great day. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.